Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, your host of That Girl, the podcast. I'm an author, performer, two-time Emmy Award winner, human relationship specialist, and founder of the wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. Each week, I bring on inspiring people and experts in their field to have powerful, motivational, and enlightened conversations about relationships, self-development, and how you can live your most authentic life. Follow us for daily updates on myself and the podcast at That Girl the Podcast and at Jackie Brubaker on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and our Patreon page. While you're at it, make sure to check out my new wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. If you're wanting to dig into developing more self-worth, be healthier about relationships, and learn how to date smarter, go to loveyouevenmore.com and follow us on Instagram at loveyouevenmore. Welcome, Natasha McCray, to That Girl, the podcast. Natasha is the founder of Love CEO Institute and creator of the Feel Good Method. She's a multi-passionate coach, speaker, actress, and author who will coach you how to take a holistic approach to love, life, and business. I like it already. We are going to talk about all of that. We're going to talk about manifesting our most authentic lives as women. Mm-hmm. We're just going to get all into the good stuff. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I love that. That girl. Thanks. <laughs> you are that girl, Jackie. I'm, I'm that, girl. that girl. We're all those girls <laughs> in yeah, a good way, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what we were just discussing before we started is really manifesting our most authentic self and I think it's an ongoing journey. It's an ongoing lessons when they come up, just like trauma, when it comes up, it's like, Oh, okay, let's start working on this. Um, That just happened to me this last weekend where I was telling the universe this week, telling, you know, God, whatever you believe in higher power. And I was like, Hey, I have some downtime. I'm ready to like, you know, heal or learn a new lesson or whatever. And it was like, great. Here's one. And I was like, Oh gosh, <laughs> here wow. we go. That is bold. I love that. Oh. You just called it in. Yes, I did. And so I feel like I've gotten through the bulk of it, but it's really amazing that like, it doesn't have, I think you can be in control of it, right? Whether you're mm-hmm. coming from a very intentional place of, I want to overcome these things or kind of coasting like, you know, Hey, like, I was like just in work mode. And then I'm like, Hey, Mm -hmm. I have some downtime. Let me get back in touch with my more spiritual self and like the higher power and just be like, what do I need to know? And it's like, ta-da, here you go. All we have to do is ask. We just have to ask, right? Yeah. It's, I think that's profound because there's so many people who will hide from it. I was one of those girls who hid from it. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, so envious of that moment of just calling it in like now i'll do that but back then i couldn't even walk around the self-realization center because it was so quiet (laughs) and i'm hearing all my thoughts you know it's like everybody's going there to meditate and i don't want to hear a thing Mm -hmm. and it's so powerful to be able to step into that place and say hey i know that there's more unfolding i know Mm -hmm. we're peeling onions our entire life and this is a moment i want to peel the onion i think that's pretty dope (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk about that because I truly believe that in order to manifest your most authentic, happiest, evolved life, you've got to get the the meat of it, you know, worked out. You've got to do the work. So. Oh, totally. 
let's talk about your, you know, you're that, you're that girl who's walking through the self-realization center and it's too quiet. Like, how did you begin this journey? Uh, I began my journey right there. Um, I, it was insane because I had so much um, in my life that just didn't look how I wanted it to look. You know, I'm and people from the outside looking in, they would see, oh, you're, you know, booking this or writing that or doing this or dating over here, but nothing was satisfying. Mm -hmm. And it was at a time when I was on my second divorce. And I was just like, yeah. oh, my God, I don't want to be Elizabeth Taylor. Like what? <laughs> I mean, I love that woman, I mean, but it's right, just like tons of yeah, I, I just personally <laughs> didn't want to be married that many times. Yeah. But even to think about it, it wasn't the fact that I didn't want to be married that many times. It was just, I wasn't getting any of the lessons. Mm -hmm. And so to sit there in the quiet, I was just speaking to a client the other day and she was like, I can't stand when it's quiet because it makes me think about my life and the things I don't have. And I had to start looking at it from like a holistic perspective where I said, okay, and then we all, you're talking about manifestation, you know, gratitude is that major one um, tool that will help you get that. And mm -hmm. so I had to step into massive self-awareness, mm -hmm. massive self-awareness and say, okay, even acknowledging you're not cool in this moment as you're yeah. walking around this space and you want it to be loud because you don't want to think about your thoughts yeah. and embracing that because that's a form of self-care. Like, I don't want to look at someone or knock someone for not really stepping into their healing, but they're using a form of self-care because it may be too painful. But then at a certain point, I had to ask myself the question of what's more painful? Is it staying where I am and not looking at the lessons and not calling on God, universe, the higher power to help me heal in this moment and just staying where you are? Or is it just not knowing where your life can be yeah you know Absolutely. our wildest dreams right. are right there and so in order to start that manifestation process you have to really lean into who you are embracing who you are have that gratitude and then ask well what the hell do i want yeah and that's scary that's scary mm -hmm. for we, even when you do know what you want, because there's so much more that you're like, oh, but it could go here. And what will I do if it goes there? Like, yeah. that's where I start to get hung up. I'm like, so right now I'm actually trying to manifest something really big, a really big shift in my life. And so when I think about this, I'm like, okay, I have to be ready for that shift. Because what if the universe is like, here you go. Like, what am I going to do? Of course, yeah. I'll be scared because it's like, oh my gosh, I just got what I wanted. And I'm sorry, that's scary. It is. It's scary when you get what you want. It's not this like <laughs> puppy dogs and rainbows. You're like, I'm so happy. You're like terrified because you've never had it. And also because mm -hmm. you're afraid of losing it or what do yeah. you do with it? Yeah. So I'm trying to manifest something really big in my life. And in order to do that, I'm starting to realize the safety blankets or nets mm -hmm. or whatever that are keeping me from having it. And I'm like, but I don't want to let go of that. Yeah. I really like, and so I'm trying to find like, I'm trying to like manipulate the manifestation to be like, well, maybe I could keep part of this and then I could have that. 
but that's not what the universe wants. That's your yeah. own resistance of like, well, can I have both or can it be my way? And that's not the way it works. So let's talk more about that. Okay. So two things, I truly believe it can be your way. I, okay. I am a firm believer of that. And looking at you and hearing your voice, I know you're not trying to do anything. I truly believe you are doing it. So I would even wipe the trying from the vocabulary. Oh, I like You're that. doing it in this moment. I am, I'm trying. Well, that's right. I am. I am doing it. I'm not trying. I'm just doing it. <laughs> You're doing it. You are manifesting it. Now, manifestation comes at different, you know, levels. What we're, what we are doing today in this moment, we manifested months, years ago. Mm-hmm but it may not have gotten here in this time. So I would say that you are manifesting this, you are doing this thing, but I get you, honey, when you're talking about uh, getting to the point, my thing was, you know, wanting to be a multimillionaire, but not being afraid I won't be able to take naps in the middle of the day yeah. or being afraid I'm gonna lose it. Yeah. Or being afraid I'm gonna always have to work hard mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. it. And <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to work that hard. <laughs> I don't. I literally want to just get paid for being myself. Mm -hmm. And so I had to accept that, you know what, it can look however I want and start seeking out those examples. Because before I wouldn't have examples, the only examples I had were, you know, women who weren't married, weren't in good relationships, they make the made a lot of money, they were flowing in their masculine heavily that mm -hmm. would those were the examples that I knew. But now, when I decided I want my world to look like this, I chose to start seeking out and reaching for those women who are in the vein of what I want. I want to see the woman who has the healthy relationship, loving relationship, the woman who is flowing in her feminine with that beautiful red lips and flowy, you know, hair, whatever feminine is for them. Yeah. And to be able to still have a large bank account, to be yeah. able to still make certain decisions, to take Mondays and Fridays off, to you know really tune into what do I want. And so I had to start visualizing that for my world, but also supporting it because we, we find those external things to support the thing we want. And wherever we are, wherever we are skewing, if we're skewing negative, we will find your perceptions, your reality, you will find the life that you don't want, if that's what the focus is. And if I was constantly right. focusing on, oh, my God, I don't want to be a tired millionaire, I don't want to be this, I don't want to be that. And that's exactly what I saw. So it reinforced that vision. Mm -hmm. And so I started seeking out women who looked the part of what I wanted. And then and then some, it, I was able to top that with the extra vision that I want. Yeah, you know, I don't know their worlds, I don't know their lives. But I do know for the fact that this woman isn't dog tired. Yeah. This woman does take breaks. She is at her kids, you know, all their kids events. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was a beautiful example when before I would have never been able to say that. Yeah, gosh, I have the same problem. Like, I, I really do feel the same way. Like, you can't be at a level of success and be happily married and have kids, especially after a certain age. It's like, oh, forget it. Like, that's yeah. just not possible unless you are, you know, really wealthy or whatever this, whatever the thing is that you put in your head. And um, I know I'm trying really hard to let go of that because I, 
I mean, I feel like you just described me. You're like living in your masculine. I'm like, I am trying to live in my feminine. I really am trying to relinquish control and just like be in my feminine. And like, it's cool. Like, you know, but it's, it's tough when you've, you know, I think that women have had to be so much in our masculine for a lot of reasons, but why don't you tell us what you think the reasons are that we have oh. so far into our masculine? I think we really started flowing into our masculine when, and this is so 1950s, when the women started going to work and they weren't accepted for who they were. Yeah. I don't want to blame it on the woman. Like she went to work and had to step into the man's shoes. I mean, but you know, they put on the pants and were like, I have to show up in this masculine in order yeah. to compete. Mm -hmm. When in actuality, actuality, I get more when I'm leaning into my balance, my harmony of both feminine masculine or definitely harmonizing in my feminine. And there's power in it. And I think what has happened is one society has said this thing about any woman who has an opinion, you know, they have started putting, putting, skewing this, this whole world to look at women who have opinions and get things done as this negative and it's not negative. And usually what that does is creates a defensive, you know, we become, we have a defense mechanism, we put up walls and that's even a masculine energy. And so then we just start navigating through the world with the wall that's up. Um, navigating through the world, wanting to mimic the successful men that we've seen in our lives. And there's another way around that, honey. And I leaned into that. I was like, oh, I have to wear the pantsuit or I have to go into the meeting kind of hard and not yeah. show my hand. You know, it's like, no, I can go in there smiling. I can go in there just being. I can go in there just putting Natasha's best foot forward, not what I think they want. Right. Um, and it's a risk. You know, in the beginning, when you haven't done that, it is a risk, but it is a risk that comes with an amazing reward. I guarantee it. I, I can guarantee that. I agree. One of my best girlfriends works in a very male driven, very high stakes business like world. And um, it's commercial real estate and it's primarily mm. men. <laughs> yep. And she is the most feminine, lovely woman. And Sorry, my cat's really heavy and he likes to jump up <laughs> on the bed. So cute. Um, but you know, it's been it's been so hard for her for these last few years that she's been doing it that she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm so unhappy. And whenever I get clients, it's because I'm in my feminine and I'm being just me. Mm. And it works. And she pulls into all of these clients. But when she tries to play the masculine role or be like one of the guys, they don't like it. They don't want her no. to be like that because that's, a, they're men. They're, they're going to do their thing. And mm -hmm. she needs to be strongly in her feminine. Um, how do you, so like, because the, the masculine feminine thing, I think you and I both really understand what that is. But if you haven't heard about this before, you might be like, what are these crazy women talking about? Like, what is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is the the divine feminine that we're talking yes about. it is divine both both divine feminine and masculine because yes. even women can have toxic masculinity Definitely. i've seen oh it gosh, and it's yes. not cute honey stop mm -mm. it stop it um so first of all it's not male female mm -mm. energy whatsoever and we all have both 
we all have both feminine and masculine energy. It's just strictly the yin and yang. It is the world in which we create deadlines and calendar invites, and then we go in and we're creative with the feminine energy. It's the world of saying you're gonna show up at a certain time and the creative of what flows before that time um, of the feminine energy. And so I truly believe that we all have it equally and we can see in certain people certain times when it's kind of off skew. I, I don't wanna say off skew where one is not typical to what you expect. So not typical what you expect. You see a woman, she's very um, dominant, very time-driven, very control. You see a man who's very creative, a little bit more gentle, very nurturing. And those are when you see um, it with its shifting from what your perspective is. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of life, we all flow up and down that scale. And I think the most happy individuals in life can flow up and down that scale without those restraints. Mm -hmm. So there are times when I have to show up and get it done and be on schedule and run my operations meeting. And then there are times where, guess what? Can someone just bring me my food? I don't even want to have to make a decision to mm -hmm. what I want to eat. That's me all the time. <laughs> yeah. You probably make, and it's probably because you make a lot of decisions throughout your day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I'm very indecisive when it comes to small stuff like ordering food. Like that's the, I make, I make a joke about it all the time. I'm like, I oh. don't know how to order food. I can't make my mind up. Really small decisions. I'm like, please oh my just goodness. make it for me. Just make yeah. the travel plans, please. Like, I don't want to do yes, that. Yes, I do um, not. My husband took me to, to dinner once and it was at a place it was just on a Thursday. We were like, let's go out and grab something. And it was at a place where you had to pick which grains you want, oh, pick no. which salads you want. And no. I stood there, I walked in and I looked at it and I said, can't eat here and walked out. <laughs> yeah, that's why I always get the same thing every time I go to places like that. Because I can't do that all over again. I have found the one combination that works. We're going to stick mm -hmm. with it. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the divine feminine, the way that I know it is what you were talking about. It's the creative self. It's the flowy self. It's the person it's, it's the vibration, let's just say, because it isn't about a female or a male. It's really just about the energy you're mm -hmm. coming out with of just being like free flowing to, you know, I don't know. I, I almost feel like it's a very relaxed, nurturing, giving, loving kind of energy. Yeah. It's and a beingness. Yeah. And you're right. Like we can't always be in our feminine. We just probably wouldn't get anything done. <laughs> it would be yeah. difficult to balance. But then there is the masculine that is, and it's the divine masculine. Let's talk about that. Explain the divine masculine. If you are, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> that holds space for the feminine. Mm -hmm. The toxic masculine kind of intimidates the feminine, kind of pushes, its, pushes the feminine out. Um, is loud and big and boisterous and doesn't consider anyone. But divine masculine is in consideration of divine feminine. So divine masculine creates the space, creates the container for the feminine to be. The best example I can give is 
back to an example with my husband and I, we took a course years ago in the beginning of our marriage and they were saying divine masculine will let her know what time you're picking her up and where you're going. So that divine feminine can just be and be ready for it. Yeah. Now, if you're a guy who doesn't say what time you're picking her up, where you're going, what she should wear, she is forced to be in her masculine yes. by asking, what do I need to do? What should I wear? Let's just do this. We should turn this way. We should go here. Mm -hmm. When divine masculine has already created that space. And it's not, I don't want anyone to get this mixed up. It's not saying that you don't have ideas and views and beliefs of your own, but you can carry both of them for yourself. Most entrepreneurial women or even women do. We carry them both, you and I. We're in our divine masculine when we set this appointment. The divine feminine shows up and we get to chat. Right. We're not thinking about time right now. No, I mean, that's exactly how it should be. And I think... I mean, we're like kind of going into this like lovely area mm -hmm. and we'll get back into manifestation kids. But when it comes to like relationship balance, I really do believe that if, you know, the, the partner, whether it's a man or a woman, whatever you identify as, if you are holding the masculine primarily in the relationship, you are the one carrying, um, creating the space um, for that other partner. And mm -hmm. she is showing up or that person is showing up in her divine feminine, just like, sure, cool. Like, I trust you. Yeah. I trust you. Now yeah. that person shows up and like, and this is what I've seen a lot in modern dating is that what you just described, like if the guy doesn't tell you where we're going, what we're doing, how to dress, what to expect, this is the time I'm picking you up and just leaves it free flowing. They're in their feminine. They're just in their feminine. They're like, yeah. I don't know. Do you want to hang out or something? And then you have, like you said, you have to come in and now suddenly be the masculine. Mm -hmm. And if you're, and I'm just using woman as a generality, but if you're a woman who likes to be in her feminine more, you're like, I don't want to tell you how to plan a date. That, that yeah. in my expectation is what I'd like you to do for me, for yeah. us. And so we have women who are just, like you said, falling into their masculine, always controlling everything. And then the guy somehow eventually wakes up and is like, I don't know. Like, you're always like so bossy. Yeah. You're so controlling. Like, it's always like, I don't know what to make you, like, I don't know how to make you happy. And you're like, what yeah. are you talking about? You don't do anything. <laughs> it's really, it's such a dance and it's all fluid. Because mm -hmm. let's say if you're two parties understanding, most of the time we as, well, for myself and uh, women for the sake of using it, we will see that someone's not doing something and then decide to show up in our masculine versus seeing someone's not doing something and stay in our feminine. And then therefore the energy that has to come out from the other person is going to be making a decision. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just, um, I was going to say to like bring this into like manifestation. Think of the universe as like, as like the divine masculine. It wants to hold space for what you want, right? So mm -hmm. if you just like expect it to do its thing and you do your part, you yeah. show up, you be creative, you keep growing and learning and blah, 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 blah. The universe is like, cool awesome. Let's do this now. Let's create this for you. Cause 
you're expecting me to show up. I'm going to show up because I always do, Mm -hmm. unless you tell me otherwise, unless you go into your masculine and start doing all the things. Cause like humans, you know, we get really freaked out and we want to like control the situation. So it's not working. Let me try this. Let me try that. Let me try this. Instead of just relaxing and being like, well, maybe it hasn't caught up with me yet. Maybe it's been put out there and I just need to chill out. Maybe it's on its way and running from it. It's like trying. It's like, wait, slow down. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Wait, where are you going? Don't turn there. Stay there. Just sit. I'm on my way. Exactly. Exactly. It's the relinquishing control thing. So yeah. So let's talk about back into manifestation with Mm -hmm. this idea. I don't even know what to ask, but go. Well, I, you know what, as you were speaking, it gave me the concept. I, I teach self-care. That's one of my very first signature things, but I do it for free because I feel like there has to be an understanding of self-care when it comes to your goals and aspirations. And a lot of people don't consider self-care at all when they're setting their goals when they are saying this is what I want to accomplish over the next six months. Very rarely is anyone putting in downtime or, you know, the things that bring me joy when you need that because you need to be at a higher vibration to be able to manifest the things nine times out of 10, the things that you want are at love or above like those higher vibrating Mm. um, spaces. And so when it comes to manifestation, It's so important that we consider that peace of mind. We consider that feminine space. We consider that harmonizing because there's a time of doing both. There's a time of movement and there's a time of being at peace. And so in order for someone to enjoy the journey while they're manifesting, Mm -hmm. they must really have grasped the concept of implementing self-care, which is a very feminine trait, both, well, it does do both, feminine and masculine, but implementing self-care into their their planning, self-care into their world. The masculine creates the self-care plan and the feminine just enjoys that, like it Mm -hmm. sprinkles self-care plan in the, into your, your life's goals and your life's yeah. plan. It's so important. Yeah, it's so important. Um, I definitely- You'll accomplish more. You will, and you'll be able to show up for it when it's presented, you know? You'll physically, mentally, emotionally be ready. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm i still working on this, but like I will just run myself ragged and physically my body will finally be like, okay, well, that's all we had. So we're going to break now. And Time I have- to stop. Right. And I have to stop. And mm-hmm. that just recently happened where I have a rib, a couple of ribs that love to pop out, you know, just randomly. Ouch. Yep. And so, and now they're so used to doing it that like it can happen. And I'm like, oh, I think they popped out, but I'll just keep going. We're fine. And it eventually caught up with me and it like affected my neck. And I woke up and was like, I can't move. I can't actually move. And it's because mm. I wasn't listening to my body who was like, we're exhausted. Like, yeah. please just, just rest, you know, like it's okay. Like the money will be there. The work will be there. The accomplishments will happen. Just please, could you just rest? So now I am. And then this happens too. Like this is a big yeah. thing when you do finally take the time to rest and self care, you have more time to think. And then that gets scary, but mm-hmm. you also, in my case, I'm like, well, shouldn't I be doing more? And it's so yeah. hard to just sit and like watch 
I don't know, selling sunset or something. You know? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, I was I doing just, that the other day. <laughs> I totally binged it. You know? I was like, this is amazing. But like the guilt comes in. So let's talk about maybe guilt with self-care because, you know, we hear that word self-care and I think a lot of people think, oh, just take a bath or do a facial. Yeah, no, it's a lot. No, it's a lot deeper. I mean, that is part of it because there's so many different pillars of uh, there's four pillars of self-care and there's different types of self-care. So, yeah, taking baths, doing the physical self-care is one thing, but it you might need a little bit more mental self-care. And I help my clients implement their love languages into self-care. Mm -hmm. It's really about creating the plan for you. But there's a thing called um, pleasure anxiety, which is real What's and that? huge. Pleasure anxiety. Have you ever had someone do something nice for you and you're just immediate going, what do they want? Yeah. Or <laughs> Or if someone touches you or when you get relaxed, you you tense up because something's going to happen. Something something bad's going to yeah. happen. I, I get up. Good. Yeah. Like if I'm relaxed, I'm like, oh, wait, I need to go do something else. Like I yeah. never just stay put for very, very long. Yeah. And that yeah. can come from, you know, childhood experiences, uh, great fun things being taken away. It can come from trauma. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really important to start implementing a bunch of feel good into your life, implementing uh, the things that you can go back to that made you feel good. Is this is this G rated, R rated? Oh, it's whatever. <laughs> okay, so a lot of one sign too is if you have a challenge orgasming, because when you orgasm is about being relaxed and released, and you're still in a mode of drive and driven and go and make something happen. And yeah. so pleasure and those are those are some signs that pleasure anxiety may be going on in your world. But how do you yeah. how do you get past that? How do you yeah. get past this? And it's it's baby steps. So making that list of those things that bring you joy, those things that absolutely feel good in your life. If you don't know, go back to your childhood. There might be that ice cream cone. Go for it. Doesn't matter with the gluten and the sugar, just go for it. Because <laughs> what that's going to do is open you up to other things that bring you joy and feel good. And you make that list and you put that into your calendar. Yeah. You schedule it. You have to schedule it. And a lot of times we wait until we're on E mm -hmm. to do self-care. Can you imagine if we all just drove our cars until we were on, till the car ran out? We would be getting towed into the gas station. I mean, that did happen a lot in my 20s. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's what I'm, so it's a habit. Your self-care is a habit, Jackie. Come on now. <laughs> no, it's true. No, you're right. It's very true. You've just got to like be more prepared. I like the scheduling. That's such a huge, and that's something that we can all do right now. You can literally mm -hmm. be like, Hey, Wednesday night, I'm going to take a bath and just listen to beautiful music and relax. Yeah. And that is yeah. what I'm doing. That is my date on Wednesday night. Yeah. You know? One thing that I did recently that I loved, and it was such a pattern interrupt for me is I took a bath on a Monday morning. Oh, that's nice. Right. You know, Monday that day when you're thinking, oh, my goodness, I got to get back into the grind. This is happening. And then you yeah. just take up like you pattern interrupt that bitch. You're like, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> I'm going to take a bath. And it totally disrupts that usual pattern yeah. of chaos and grind. I love that. I once had chicken noodle soup for breakfast and it was like life changing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That when you shift it. 
it changes. It does. It really does. I think that, I mean, I don't actually believe in time. Um, I think time and age is just not real. It's just a, it's just a human concept we came Mm -hmm. up with. Um, so it's the same idea. It's like, you don't have to be in a routine, especially when you like routine. I think it's really important to try to break it up and like do something different, like having a bath on a Monday morning, just because it reminds you that there is so much more to our lives than just work, going to school, you know, all the stuff that you do that is so normal that we're just used to. It's like, oh, and I think quarantine actually helps a lot of people sort of relax into, oh gosh, well, what am I going to do now? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. I guess I could take a bath on a Monday, but I love, I love all of this. Um, what are some of the things people can start right now today to actually start manifesting their lives that they really, really want or calling something in? Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. When was the last time you asked the universe for what you want? Mm-hmm. So it's really about self-awareness. So I'd give you these, these four steps. Number one, which is usually the hardest. So I'm going to tell you what I recommend and then I'll tell you how to, 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 you know, rig it, to trick it, trick it, <laughs> is block off two hours on your calendar to do absolutely nothing. Oh, God. That's one of the first, yeah, exactly. You cringed, right? <laughs> You're like, ah, <laughs> absolutely nothing, nothing on your calendar for those two hours. And that's in your masculine energy, then you show up in your feminine and do whatever you want in that moment. Mm -hmm. It could be nothing. It could be journaling. It could be painting. It could be cleaning out your car. It could be whatever you want, but block off those two hours. Now, most of the time I do get pushback. So if you're not so inclined to do two hours, I would recommend taking 30 minute chunks Mm -hmm. and just start blocking it on your calendar, Mm -hmm. 30 minute chunks. Number two is start journaling and asking questions. You have to ask the hard questions and you have the answer. Mm -hmm. The answer isn't in some online guru. The answer isn't in your best friend or your mama. Mm -hmm. Your answer is in you. You have all the answers. So journal, ask the question, breathe, pause, start writing the answer. Mm -hmm. Then ask why. Continue to ask why when you finish writing. Get your top questions down of what you, the, the things that you've been asking in your head, but you're afraid to put out in the universe or afraid to even think of the answer. And then start making a list of what are the things that bring me joy and what are the things that I want? Mm-hmm. What are the things that bring me joy and what are the things that I want? Because then you'll be able to throw those into your calendar and the things that you want will be at your fingertips and you'll be able to look at them every day and be able to call them in in the universe. Most of the times we say we want things and then we don't even look at that ever again or we don't even think about it and we go about our merry way. Right. And so then, yes, yes. And so then the fourth one is that gratitude and belief. It's really important that you accept where you are in this moment just as it is. Don't judge it but also be grateful for what you have in this moment, because then you're gonna be able to generate more of that. That's, I mean, you know, I looked at, I got grateful for my two two cent uh, residual check and now I'm getting, you know, 
300 times that amount. Well, I don't know, two cents, but I'm getting a lot in residuals because <laughs> I just did a commercial. So it's like really having that happy dance. The, the yeah. checks get the same dance. My two okay. cent check or my $12,000 check get the same dance. Yes. Yes. That is so important. Like not feeling more happy because it's a bigger check versus a lesser check. Like that was still sent to you. Someone literally had to print that out and then send it to you. And whether you cash the two cent check, because I've gotten those before or not, it doesn't <laughs> I matter. Cash it. Yeah, you should. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, but that's so true. Just really, I always, I felt like this for a very long time, but there is a quote that just says like the things that you have are the things that you had once prayed for. And you yes. have to remind yourself how lucky you are. Like, yeah. I remember being, I don't know, 20 and sitting in my bed. Well, you look 20 now. Stop it. No, no, just playing. So. <laughs> um, but I really was sitting in my bed and I was just at a, such a low point thinking, oh, I wish that I could make this amount of money per month. If I could just make this, I would be fine. And then one day I did start making that and I was like, oh, this isn't enough, isn't it? And like, it's it goes like that, but you have yeah. to stop in that moment and be like, whoa, this is what I asked for. Yeah. And also, and I, this is kind of part of what I'm starting to realize, like, okay, safety, safety blanket um, or safety net. But those things that you've asked for that you've had for a really long time that are holding you back from mm. what you could also have that is That's in good. the future that you want, that you're manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be like, Yes, declutter. I love, right. You have to declutter, whether that's truly just getting rid of clothes or getting rid of your house and moving. Like, that's my thing. Yeah. It's like my apartment is my safety and I don't want to let it go, but I also want to move. And I'm like, mm -hmm. but I don't want to let it go. Cause what if I never find something like this again? But like, what if I never move back here again yeah. too? So yeah. that's like, that's the part, right? You've got to be like, mm -hmm. thank you for this. I'm so grateful I've had this, but I'm ready to move on and giving yeah. and letting go of the resistance, releasing and just having that faith that you'll be right where you need to be. Yeah. Believing in unlimited possibilities and those mm -hmm. possibilities are the possibilities that we can't even imagine. Oh yeah. Cause like some of the most amazing things I'm sure that have happened to you, you could never have planned. You could yeah. never have put that together. Phone calls mm -hmm. from out of the blue that you're mm -hmm. like, what? Yeah. And now suddenly you're doing something. You're like, I've always wanted to do this. And I yeah. never could have put it together like that. That is the universe truly working. That is your manifestation coming because you were finally ready to accept it. I think. Yeah. I think doing those things and having that faith and moving in that direction is, is a testament to the mm -hmm. faith that you have. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's just like when you are in love with someone, you can't just say, I'm in, I'm in love. There has mm -hmm. to be a level of action that happens behind it. Mm -hmm. And you leaning into self-care is a way of removing yourself from scarcity. Because if you're not doing self-care, you have a scarcity mindset. There's, I can't candy coat that for you. Yeah, yeah. That there's not enough of something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so leaning into that and leaning into yourself and leaving that apartment says there is something better or bigger out there for me. Right. And that there's unlimited possibilities. Right. Oh, 
I love this. Come on again. Let's talk about things again. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> tell people how they can find you and anything else you would like to tell them because she's going to be back. But tell I them. love it. I will be back. <laughs> Everyone can find all of my good stuff at natashamccrae.com. That's M-C-C-R-E-A. And I'm there on Facebook and IG as well, but natashamccrae.com. And I want, I want everyone to go do the self-care workshop. It's, it's a free workshop. It really, you know, gets people into a mindset of opening themselves up for abundance. And it's a perfect time right now to do it, especially coming up on the end of the year. And, and it's free. Everyone tells me I need to, you know, charge for it. That might change in the near future, but it's free. <laughs> go do it. I'm going to go do it. You're going to be back. Thank you yes. so much for watching this. Was awesome. oh, of course. Thank you, Jackie. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube at That Girl the Podcast. <laughs>